0: that would be a Those thing are all the good things of course uh we're headed down okay i'm headed down yeah to, i was gonna say uh, what's this we stuff? yeah we yeah, stuff. can i go yeah <laughs> i'd love to bring you but in your pocket. You unfortunately what? the budget only stuff? allows allows for me and the social media coordinator <laughs> we got a, uh, hold on hold on we got a budget yeah we, <laughs> exactly that's that's <laughs> the that point <laughs> headed down to western kentucky this weekend university of Maine football 1-0 on the year knocked off new hampshire on opening night will now be headed down to take on Western Kentucky. We, right now, are going to talk a little bit about Western Kentucky with Kyle Neves, the uh, Associate Athletic Director at Western Kentucky. Kyle, how are you? I'm hey, doing well, guys. How are you doing? Doing very good. Uh, busy week. This is the uh, home opener for you guys, right?
1: Yeah, home opener. We've got our uh, our all-century team coming back. This is our 100th season of football, and uh, we've got a, a Grammy Award-winning band called Cage the Elephant playing a pregame show. So a uh, little, little bit of everything going on this weekend on the hill.
0: I picked the right weekend to come down, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, no really? You,
1: you talk about lining it up perfectly, man. This is a it's a great week. If uh, if you've never been to campus, uh, you're gonna you're gonna think this is a much bigger town than what it really is because it's gonna be packed house.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. That's a uh, that's fantastic. What are some of the names on the hundred year anniversary team? Like that's that's quite a that's a lot of years.
1: Yeah, we you know. Uh, Unfortunately, our football history is mostly uh, in the FCS era, so we haven't had a ton of NFL bigger-name guys. Uh, We've got a couple that are in the NFL now. Uh, Forrest Lamp with the Chargers, Taewon Taylor with the Titans, uh, Jack Doyle with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Virgil Livers was a great defensive back uh, in the 70s for the Chicago Bears. Um, so a couple guys actually, one of our special teams coaches, Garrett Schwebman, is the uh, kicker on the on the team. So he, he'll actually be there coaching. We're gonna have to try to figure out a way to get him honored too.
0: That's awesome. That's great stuff. Talking talk with Kyle Neves from uh, Western Kentucky. Uh, Western Kentucky hosting a University Mean football this Saturday night. That's a uh, that's six thirty Central Time, right? I'm just making Correct. sure. Okay, good. All right, I had to. I had to add that up in my mind because I'm flying in on Saturday. I'm flying to Nashville on Saturday, and I always forget about that hour, and I didn't want to show up late, and I definitely want to get there early because apparently there's going to be a traffic thing. So whether it's traffic or just loads of people, like I just wanted to make sure I, you know, I, I left myself plenty of time to do things. You
1: know. And and you gotta and you gotta give yourself time to get out of Nashville because that's a great city to to be in as well.
0: Yeah, I think we're meeting somebody for lunch and then headed up and then we'll head back down and then we'll fly out the next morning. And if I if I play my cards right, I can be home uh, in time to watch the second half of NFL games. So Perfect. you know, uh, flight stuff is is all pretty good. What are some names to watch out for for Western Kentucky? Uh, you know, offensively and defensively
1: yeah you know we're we're a pretty young team on offense uh you know we're the only uh, one of only three teams in the country that doesn't have a single senior on the offensive line and our, our our guys go sophomore 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 junior um and prior to last week none of them had ever started at that position before and uh, uh we we're, were also one of three teams in the country with that so you know we're pretty young there our quarterback uh, is a fifth year senior named drew Eccles. uh he's he's just getting his first start. Uh, last week, and, and then this will be his second start. Uh, it played really well. It gives us a different level of mobility than, than what we've had in the past. Uh, you know, Brandon Dowdy and, and Mike White, uh, who were both NFL draft picks, were pockets and the pocket quarterbacks, and Drew is, uh, Drew's got some of that ability but can, can kind of get out and scramble a little bit, um, which helps when you have a young offensive line. Um, and then you know one of our probably our top receiver Lucky Jackson is a, is a junior from from here in Kentucky. Um, plays the slot, plays inside, has a, some competitiveness to him. Um, so you know I think I think those two guys and then and figuring out how that that offensive line kind of becomes one unit is going to be interesting for us this season. And then you know opposite of that on defense we're actually old on defense uh, a lot of our starters returned um you know we've added some some youth to the defensive line uh two to the younger guys that had a really really good game at wisconsin last week were uh, defensive tackle jeremy darvin he's number 53 and uh, defensive end number 10 d'angelo malone uh he's they're both sophomores uh, both played really really well against you know Arguably the best offensive line in the country. Um, you know we've got a couple couple solid safeties returned, and trying to figure out the you know the other corner position it was kind of going back and forth between two young guys. But uh, one of our senior captains, DeAndre Ferris, kind of mans that the other spot. So um, got a good mix of youth and and, and uh, experience on kind of both sides of the ball. So it should be uh, should be a fun game on Saturday.
0: Really, uh, really should be. Now you guys, oh go ahead, you got one. I was going to say two different leagues. Uh, and it's quite a trip. What, what? Uh, how did the game come about? Uh, you wouldn't think that this is a normal
1: opponent for the University of Maine. No, you know, I'm, I don't have our I don't have our non-conference schedule back from uh, you know probably fifteen or sixteen when this got added. Uh, I have to imagine there was a, a move somewhere in the schedule because you know we only have five home games this year, which is a little unusual for us. You know, we we try to always have six. Um, but with college football scheduling nowadays, it's it's tough to find people who who are available that fit the window that you might need. That um, you know, so I have to imagine that when this game was scheduled, you know, Maine needed a uh, an FBS trip, and, and we needed to fill our schedule with with someone, and you know, it just worked out that that uh, you know that that's the way it, it, it fell on the schedule, and uh, you know, it's it's. It maybe seems a little unusual, but uh, you know with with Old Dominion in our league and the connection there with Bobby Wilder, you know I'm not sure if that sure. played a role at all. Um but you know there is a connection, and I think that's where our you know our head football coach Mike Sanford uh, actually referenced that as being you know his exposure to uh, to Maine football it was, it was through Coach Wilder because they're you know pretty good friends through uh, competition in our league.
0: Oh, you didn't tell them. You haven't, weren't you telling Bobby Wilder stories yesterday, Coach? I said, but, uh, when I was the coach at Skowhegan, we, we had been very successful, and I made this crazy statement the first year that I was there. Madison was our rival, which is when Bobby went to school, high school. I said, if Madison ever beats us, I'm done. And the last year that I was there, I had been starting to look towards administration anyway, but Bobby Wilder was their quarterback, and he lit us up. Trust me. And of course, the next year he's starting at Maine. So, yeah, that kind of ended my
1: coaching career. It's going to I think, Bobby Wilder. You know, he, he probably <laughs> still tells stories like that or at the uh, Conference USA Media Days. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm going
0: to have to start going uh, to those, oh, you know, yeah, just really. spef- specifically for that. So, that's good. Um, so, Mike, uh, Coach Sanford was the uh, offensive coordinator at Notre Dame, uh, took over last year. Um, talk a little bit about him and, and his coaching style.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, Mike. Uh, Mike, I think inherited probably one of the tougher jobs in the country. You know, a lot of people like to think that uh, it's it's harder to take over a program that that hadn't been winning, but you know, I, I tend to tend to think that's the opposite. You know, prior to to Coach Sanford getting here and Coach Brom's three years, um, you know, we won three consecutive bowl games. We had uh, won consecutive conference USA championships. We had gone twenty three and five overall and and had absolutely dominated conference usa and um you know a lot of the guys from the the 2016 championship team were seniors were older guys that graduated and uh coach sanford got here in, in 2017 and uh you know it's a hard it's hard to be the man after the man so to speak and uh you know he inherited a a young team guys that were really hungry to kind of prove themselves and uh his style is uh, a little bit different than coach brahms was he's uh uh, he's got a, a different offensive scheme and so uh there's a lot there was a lot of turnover, a lot of change that has sort of swept the program and, and I kinda you know, talk to people here and it's you know, this is kind of year one uh for coach. Um, you know, we, we, it's his system. So a lot more of uh his guys that were recruited for his system are here. Um doesn't run the you know, the, the wide open air raid uh, kind of, we called it the Brom Squad uh, that uh, Coach Brom did. His, coach is a little more uh, pro style, and, and his his uh, you know his offense, uh, his his offensive line, his blocking schemes are a little bit different. Um, but you know we set a record school record last year where 15 players caught a pass in one game. So you know we can do a little bit of both. Um, did not rush the ball very well last year. We're trying to uh, figure out. Uh, had to, had to get that back on track this year and um, had a good start at Wisconsin with uh, 124 rushing yards which you know they hadn't given up that much to a to a non-conference opponent at home in in almost 5 seasons so uh feel pretty good about about where that's at with especially with the young offensive line though
0: isn't that a good, that's a great experience for these kids, even though, you know, they go up, a lot of people are like, oh, well, sometimes it's, you know, sometimes when, you know, I remember when Nebraska was in their heyday and they were beating like Towson State, you know, 72 to nothing. I can understand where some people are like, oh, there's no need to that, but I mean, you guys went in and played Wisconsin, you know, 34 to three is, is, is very respectable in, in that situation. I mean, Wisconsin's one of the top five teams in the country. And uh, you get to pull something away like that, you know, with 124 rushing yards. I mean, not a lot of teams do that. To me, I think that's a big confidence boost uh, for a program like yours.
1: Yeah, and I think you know, I think kids at any of this level, you know, I, I this is a fantastic business to, to, that I get to work in and be around these kids, and um, in any sport and, and at any level, you you kind of want to go up against somebody who perceptually is seen as as bigger and better than you are to kind of prove your medal and see where you, you stack up. And uh, and you're right. You know, we we kind of came into the locker room after that game, and and coach told the team, you know, guys, you you you, you just held your own against a, you know a top five team in the country, a team that can compete for a national championship, and um, you know there wasn't anybody in the room that disagreed with him, and and they were excited about that, and um, you know, and it's and you see it on on Saturdays at the, at the FCS versus FBS games that uh, you know North Carolina A&T taking down East Carolina, and. James Madison going toe to toe with NC State, and um, you know, so it's 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 pretty common now. And I think, uh, especially when FCS teams get to play FBS teams, you know, those guys are, are, are ready to prove that there's not a difference. That uh, you know, there's there's a letter in the league, and, and that's about it. You know, and so uh, uh, and that's kind of how our guys look at, at this week's game. You know, they're approaching it um, just like we're playing Wisconsin again. And uh, you know, I, I I would assume that the, the Black Bears are doing the same.
0: Talking with Kyle Neves, the uh, associate athletic director for Western Kentucky University of Maine, on the road at Western Kentucky this Saturday night, six thirty Central, seven thirty Eastern. Make sure you follow MBR Radio on Twitter and MBR on Facebook. We'll have coverage for you all weekend long from down there, including Coach Harris simiaks uh, post-game press conference and much more. Uh, Kyle, thank you very much. I'll see you this weekend and uh, really appreciate your hospitality and uh, looking forward to, to seeing the atmosphere. Sounds like it's going to be a great night.
1: I uh, sure hope so. Take care, guys. Thank you. Take
0: care. That's Bye. Kyle Neves. He is the Associate Athletic Director for the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers here on the b List Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network.